Hey, it's the Press Pause Podcast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. We got Hate Zero in the house. What's going on? Was that was that amped enough for you? Was that man? That was so so hype. Uh, what is going on, Pause Gang? It is your boy Hate Zero, your hero. Crawler, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's Crawler coming at you. It's me, Josh. Hello. <laughs> Oh, how are you doing, Josh? Hello. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing. Doing great. Doing great. I don't know. I don't know that I had any really funny. Here, okay. I'll give you guys one comment from TikTok this week. It wasn't necessarily like telling me I'm old and to go back to Facebook or anything, but it was the <laughs> switch Facebook, sucks. You mean, you mean MySpace? Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> it was. I hate the switch. It sucks. It's all about we and we you. Oh. I just replied, you don't have a switch, do you? And they didn't answer. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's bitter. <laughs> yeah. huh. Okay. Uh, I've never heard anyone say anything's all about Wii U. No, okay. I did post... I hate TikTok, by the way. The way the algorithm works. I posted a Mario Kart video because I'm like, well, these are the only things that get views. 78,000 views. Everything else, under 500 views. And, and... A handful of those comments are Mario Kart Wii's better. I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think but, you know what you need to do to continue growing your brand. Just play Mario Kart. All Mario Kart all the time. Yeah. I mean, you should, you, I, I think you need to go to the store with your wife with the camera and really lean into the whole buy Mario Kart and just buy out Walmart <laughs> of all the all the copies of Mario Kart and just contribute to it. Yeah. Oh, my. that's your next YouTube video yeah, right there. There we go. There we go. So, yeah. Uh, hey, we just jumped into this thing. But remember, guys, if you play Rocket League or Fortnite or anything on Epic, use creator code N64 Josh. That's it. That's it for that. And uh, when's Fall Guys actually getting its like? When do we know when that's going I through? Because they but... Epic bought it, right? I, th- I th- yeah, they did. Yeah. I've been I've been playing a little bit of this new season. I've been enjoying the the futuristic stuff, but I kind of want the epicness of it all with uh, cross progression just to take hold, and then I can play it on PlayStation and Switch and everywhere else, I'll, Xbox when it comes out here pretty soon. Everywhere, everywhere. Uh, I do have Xbox now, the new YouTube channel. Go go check that out, please. Hit that subscribe button. I'm documenting how many subs I get each week. And we're at 42, I think. I haven't looked. Uh, 40, 43. I just did it. Oh, 43. Okay. There you go. So Hey, so, you know, obviously I'm I'm a little biased. But if, if you're listening <laughs> to this, you should go check it out. Because Josh is putting in some some real work on that. And the Xbox Now stuff he's putting out is is pretty good. So if you're an Xbox fan and you're looking for for updates content whatever i I think this is a a place you can enjoy a couple times a week josh is that what you're doing i'm trying to get it to daily but it's just uh, yeah i've just been doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff recently i haven't been streaming on twitch i've been just trying to get uh get a and and it's kind of been a crazy playing monster playing monster hunter till two or three in the morning monster hunter and out i'm trying to get outriders because i'm trying to get reviews done for both these games we're going to talk about both games uh today probably a little bit uh but so it's just yeah it's been a lot of of behind the scenes stuff just trying to get get all the ducks in a row i'm 
yeah, just working on a lot of different different things to make the production quality on Xbox now better than anything I've ever done. And so it also means I'm learning how to do new things. I had to get into After Effects and start learning how to make graphics and animations and stuff. And so I'm just kind of like, or at least how to modify the ones that I that I downloaded. So it, it yeah, it's, uh, but it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm growing my, my skill set. So it's, it's needed, you know? So, nice. but yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of Xbox news. We got MLB the show coming to Game Pass on 420. Really, really pissing off those Sony fanboys. Okay. You know, no one, no one else gets to enjoy PlayStation games. Those PC gamers getting getting <laughs> hates uh, w- uh what's what's it called? Your your uh uh Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Zero what do you oh, call it? Zero fun, yeah, Horizon Zero, zero fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That that's on PC, so that that totally ruins it for for PlayStation fans and and it'll be the show that we're just rubbing salt in the wound cuz you get it for, for quote unquote free on Xbox if you have Game Pass. So, you know, yeah. Oh, go don't take your seventy dollars. Go take your seventy dollars and light it on fire. Is what you might as well do if you're a PlayStation owner. That does hurt a little bit for PlayStation fans, right? <laughs> like that that one hurts a little bit. I I don't I don't care if all games become you know platform agnostic or whatever. But I the the it being free on one console and paid on the other that kind of sucks for people. It, so. you're not wrong but the rug can be pulled out at any time though that's the thing too yeah yeah stuff maybe leaves, maybe stuff, that's stuff it. Maybe, game pass maybe it's just a taste to get get the xbox fans hooked and then you know six months later it's gone i don't know we'll see i had six months by then is anyone playing games after six months anyways in this day and age so <laughs> does it even matter yeah you got to pick one on twitch and just stick with it that's the only way to to gain traction right Battle Royales, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Fortnite. Warzone. Uh, don't forget, there was one other thing today. Uh, Deathloop got delayed. Mm. And yeah. that, the, the, the tinfoil... All the way to like September, right? September yeah, or yeah. 14th. And the yeah. tinfoil hats on the PlayStation side that were like, this is a... This, this is a, a... This is definitely Xbox trying to <laughs> trying to make sure that PlayStation has no games so that they can show that they have oh because it's Bethesda it's because Bethesda. Bethesda and yeah 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 this so is So can we talk about that game cuz you know I I am of this group I guess the hardest PlayStation fan of of this group maybe I don't know Crawl you're probably I mean, I'm I'm there with you. I'm right in between. But you, you've had a PlayStation. I've never been super invested in the ecosystem. I've had it for what it is, and it's great at what Sony does. But yeah. for 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 the longest time, I've always leaned Xbox. So so yeah. But I, I had a three. I know I, I you had a three. Okay. And and a PSP, and I played all the God of Wars and beat them. You own yeah. a PS4. It's just not in your state. It's just that Eric's. <laughs> I could show it, dude. You want to see it? You want to see? You want to visit your PlayStation? You can do Zoom. We could do Zoom meetings with your your PlayStation Four. Um, so I've owned every PlayStation console outside of like maybe a couple of the Slims, but I've owned some of the Slims. I've owned the PSP, the PS Vita. I owned a PlayStation TV. Like I've, I'm 
I'm I'm with it, right? Um, I did think the I have the slim too, uh, the PS2 slim. Do you? I do. Right. That was now. a great system. Yeah, that's a great. Never system. been hooked up. Great games on that. You should play Snake Eater. You should stop everything and go play Snake Eater. Snake Eater's <laughs> on. Isn't Snake Eater on Xbox? Yeah, it's on Game Pass, or it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna say, so, I, I was listening to I was listening to a podcast. They're like, "Yeah, it's a better better way to go play uh, Metal Gear Solid games on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere else." <laughs> so let's get back to the point here. So the point I was trying to make is I, I am a PlayStation fan, right? Um, you know, I kind of fell off when I got the One X, especially the the Xbox One X was the best console of of last generation as far as horsepower. So any multi-console game you know it was a no-brainer i want to play there so anyways that being said Deathloop doesn't look fun to me at all so i i mean somebody please explain to me like these videos that i don't know who's creating their trailers but it looks like it's maybe a cool concept that is not going to play out at all like we want it to it, so it's, it's, ar- just, it's arcane right isn't that who's making it uh yeah I don't which know, i think I they do dishonored i've n- mm. I, i've heard good things about the dishonored games i've never really played them so i mean they're on game pass i could probably check them out yeah um, i haven't played those either but yeah, the sony had that state of play or whatever back in was that february something like that yeah. where they showed yeah. mm-hmm. they showed a trailer of it and i think we talked about it i don't know if it was i think it was before we had started the show but I think we had talked about it either before or after NPC or something like that. Mm-hmm. It it just, or it was in the discord. I'm not sure which, but it was like, it didn't, it's not driving any point home for me on yeah. what makes this so cool. I think you, I think if I remember correctly, you age every time you d- die. Um, do you, or, do you, or is that the, you, other, that's the or samurai that, game or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that so, yeah, game they have two. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tokyo, Deathwire Tokyo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm getting their two, I'm getting their two exclusives even mixed up. And I feel like there hasn't been a lot of great marketing out there for it. Yeah. You know what I'm looking for for Deathloop? And we won't get it for a while now, but I need one of those like IGN play 20 minute, like, First level, first level, yeah. Because all these trailers are showing the game in the best light possible, and even then, it still kind of seems like some of these moves these guys are pulling, some of the deaths they're performing look cool. And I just, I need to see, I need to see how it plays out when you actually fail and you the loop takes place. Like I just need to see how it all comes together. Maybe it's going to be awesome, but I don't think they've shown the right stuff to really sell me that game. Well, I wonder if it's like animal crossing. It's, it's one of nothing th- like animal crossing. <laughs> hear me, hear, hear me <laughs> out. That it doesn't show well, but yeah. when you actually get hands on with the game, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, animal yeah, crossing maybe. to explain it to somebody. They're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah why would I want to go work for a raccoon? You know, I don't want to pull weeds at my own house. I already like, work for a baboon that. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't want to. Yeah. Especially when you talk about it, like, oh, I have to go log in and do my chores today. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, how is that fun? You know? Right. But I'm wondering if that's the case with this game. If it just doesn't. Because, yeah, I mean, when it comes to first person shooters, we're expecting what? Either some kind of epic story or. Mm-hmm. And but it sounds like there's going to be 
the kind of thing. And I don't, do you guys remember like, I mean, this goes all the way back to like duck hunt. Some people didn't realize this, but the second player could control the ducks and where they flew. Right. I I learned that. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how this is, right? Like people can jump in or something like that from what. I, I don't even know that. I'm, and I'm just it's that. been so long since we've seen anything about it I just and and I, I mean it was PlayStation right so I'm like I don't really need to pay attention here yeah um, I was paying attention I still don't and the other game I don't that they're hyping is Returnal and I don't really I'm not hyped for that either I'm just that like, the woman in the in the spacesuit or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's like the yeah. the third person action, action adventure RPG. with rpg elements yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but it's also a to make it even worse it's also a roguelike so <laughs> so it's got it, um, it checks words, all man. the boxes <laughs> checks all the boxes but it just doesn't i don't know man it just they're not they're not really captivating me i mean well, technically isn't death loop kind of a rogue i mean uh, unless no it because it's same. not procedural it stays it the stays same. the same okay mm-hmm. so this is off the death loop subject a little bit, but you know, with a game getting delayed, I was doing a little bit of like looking back at some of the Xbox presentations from like 2018 and 2019 and then even 2020. And there's a game called crossfire X that was supposed to come to the series S series X. And I assume the Xbox one as well. It looks like a really great first person shooter. Like it, it kind of reminded me of fear in the way in the, in the gunplay and everything a little bit. But it was another game that got it was supposed to be out like like around the same time as Halo and it got delayed and, and it was supposed to be it, it's supposed to be this year at some point. But it's kind of they've kind of gone dark as far as and from my understanding, it's a really, really old. And I could be I, I, I was trying to do some research on this crossfire is like a CSGO thing that like has been around for a long time, but they yeah. keep updating it. And I think this Crossfire X is, uh, oh, see, Joel Mead says Crossfire X had a multiplayer demo and it sucked. So it looks good. I, I mean, it showed well, like it, it got me, got me kind of excited when I saw it again, but apparently it was, it's, it, it wasn't any fun. So they maybe took it back to the drawing board, you know? Hmm. Speaking of things, going back to the drawing board, Outriders came out. Mm-hmm. And only now I'm in the camp that really enjoys this game. Like I've it's one of those games that like like with a like with a Mario Odyssey or a Zelda where it's like it's all I think about and I want to get back to. Hmm. And that's how I've been with this game, even with Monster Hunter out, which I've loved. But I mm-hmm. know it's going to have a very long tail. Monster Hunter is no pun intended. And it's. Uh, I see a shorter lifespan on this game on Outriders, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I think that's going to be kind of fun with Outriders, but again, short, not a very long tail is I think expeditions are similar to strikes. And so after you get to your high end gear, you can go on expeditions and I'm assuming there's like boss fights and things along the way. But again, it's, it's only going to last so long. All that aside. I I mean, I think I'd need to play with, with you because I'll let you finish, but like, I, I I've kind of hit a wall and I think single player isn't as fun, but I want to hear your take on it a little bit and then I'll talk. Okay. So I, I think I know what you mean by hitting the wall and they have this world tier system. 
Mm-hmm. And what you need to do, and, with and, the... and, and I don't want to bring I, I don't have it in myself to I'm in world tier four out of 15. Like, I don't have it in myself to knock myself down. Yeah. But if you're doing single player, there's really nothing wrong with doing that because that gear is going to come later anyway. It, okay. you're, it, you're, you're going to end up in the same place regardless. So you're better off playing on the easier modes because you're only going to get high level gear that you'll or higher level gear that you're going to replace four minutes later. Right with the next Joel, Joel saying I need to get carried, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean I had no problem like I'm in this one section I keep the couple times I've I've done it, um, it uh oh, we can switch this right now then let's go it's done done hey look at that hey we're fixed um <laughs> you have executive privilege on that you can just do it i know i didn't want to do it mid-sentence though and because you flip for a second um but yeah like i kill all the dudes and i'm running low on ammo with what i'm dealing with and i don't want to have to like pause and change guns so i have more ammo in a different weapon type but like i feel like i'm almost in like world uh call of duty world at war like where you have to hit like the enemy spawn kill kill point in the in the level where they just keep coming until i can advance further far enough in the level i don't know if that's a mechanic in this game or not or if it's just there's just that many enemies and they're gonna throw them at me because i'm in the highest like unlocked world tier that i can be in but it's just i'm banging my head against the wall and then I run out of ammo and then they overwhelm me and it's no fun. Yeah. And, and, and the, in the little bit that we had, we were, you, me and Johnny were all different classes and it was, it was really fun to, to mesh them all together and just kind of walk in superhero style and just wreck people. Yeah. Um, but otherwise if you're solo, you're, you're just waiting on your, your abilities recharging and hoping that you're keeping your head on a swivel, watching for people flanking you. So, I've done multiple sessions solo and sometimes I've left it on a hired world tier and just kept just grinding until I got better gear, better gear, better gear, and then played through it. And then I just dropped the world tier and ran through it real quick. And that's the way I recommend doing it. If you're solo, because you're going to just continue prolonging the story that way, like, you know, getting like, um, making progress that way much quicker. And you're not going to run out of ammo because the the characters are less bullet spongy when you have higher level gear, right? So when you are yeah, at a you're lower, you're doing more damage. You're doing more damage. So when you're at a lower level, it's like d- the division style bullet sponge, and you're just like, <laughs> this is not like this is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. Now they do some cool things, guys, with flamethrowers. You can shoot the pack, and it'll it'll blow them up, and that's you know that's pretty entertaining and stuff. Headshots with a sniper, super super satisfying. Until you hit the point where the headshot doesn't pop their head. Right. Then you got to hit them twice. Yeah. And then, (laughs) and then, and then you can drop it down. So, and some people have complained that they kind of mess with the world here a little bit, like for you. And that, that has bothered some people, I guess. I don't know. I'm one of the things that I'm trying to do is look at things more critically, not, I mean, more with a critical eye, right? Like to where, yes, I'm enjoying this game. No, it's by no means perfect. And the launch was a complete cluster when it came to their servers. And there's yeah, the two servers crashed like two days in, right? Yeah, like I don't even know. And but not just crashing to where you couldn't get into the game, 
people were losing all their progress. Uh, there was stuttering on PC that was really bad. And so it probably affected some of their even their sponsored strip, like where they were paying influencers to keep playing the game. Oh, my friend, damn it to hell. He was on the front page of Twitch, all excited to showcase Outriders. He's an ambassador for him. And the servers were down the whole time he was on the front page. Huh. So that definitely affects affects things, you know, like that's a problem. And so you've got I, I highly recommend you guys go and watch if you're if you're interested in this, because I wanted to get some different takes on it, because from just the guy with the microphone that plays the games and talks about them. Why aren't their servers better? Right. What's the reason here, especially for a solo? What can be a solo experience on a non live world shared game? That, too. That too. That's another it's the it is the game that takes me the longest to get into on my Xbox Series X. And you can't script skip the the stupid screen with the, the thing flying in. It takes like a minute. It's and it's that's it's, I mean, the, pearl, it's the Pearl and Marina screen of 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 Outriders like uh, on, on Xbox. Yeah, it's he's, ridiculous. He's been raging on this for a while. But the when it it's doing its authentic like authentic. Author- it's author- authorizing your your console yeah. to be yeah but then i even still have to click on my my account like my my gamer tag right and so that's great that's that's it's like it's kind of crazy you know it's 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 not like call of duty where i jump in i'm in with the xbox and the quick quick resume works and i'm back in this game and it's just going this game's not the case it's not i, I mean it's a first world problem right i'm it's 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 we've gotten used to it with some other games and all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah, there's still a problem, though, because other games are doing it and time is there's there's more content now than there's ever been. Right. Mm-hmm. In in the history of Earth, there is more content now than there's ever been. So if you don't bring your a game, no one's going to stop and pause for your no one's going to press pause to play your content. Ooh. Right. <laughs> You see huh. what I did there? You see yeah, what I did there? That, that was so, a nice plug. You can't, you, gotta, you, can't bot, you can't botch a launch. I mean, right. okay. Uh, I mean, so uh, Avenger, Avengers is even still trying to come out of like oh, and cyberpunk. And, yeah. Uh, the I mean, the list kind of goes on. I, I don't. I I mean, Master Chief Collection. Um, there's there's a lot of games that have had these not so great launches, right? And Outriders had good. Um, they had really good uh, concurrent viewership and concurrent players, I think, in that launch week. And then they shit the bed. Mm-hmm. So there's two videos I want you guys to watch if you get a chance after this. One is Angry Joe talking about Outriders launch. Okay. And they rip into it. Like, I don't know all the, I don't know who everybody is on in. I don't watch. I don't consume a lot of content. Right. But the one guy is like, you should expect better if you don't, if you don't, you don't respect yourself. These companies could hire other companies to stress test these servers for them. This is ridiculous. You know, just going on like, like, like that, right? Like we deserve better as consumers. Okay. Then you have Alana Pierce who was at IGN. She now works for like. I think one of the PlayStation studios, one of the bigger ones. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Santa Monica, I think. I think it's Santa Monica, yes. Yeah. So yeah. she puts out a video saying these issues with like cross play between technically five different devices mm-hmm. and and the amount of players jumping in, like you're having millions of people jump in at one time that that, that nobody knows how to really expect like how to how to know what's going to happen and then not to mention let me try to write this piece of code that's going to fix this without ruining everything else right that's kind of the gist of her of her video and i kind of feel like she has a little bit more of an insider perspective right working at a studio now granted she's doing different things i think she's a writer or whatever but she's been in games journalism for a long time and i I think she would she she seems Mm -hmm. Like, I trust her word, right? More so than I trust just the guy with the microphone that's playing the game, you know. But and but they're giving their honest opinion because Outriders had all of them come out. They say that in the video. They were all brought to the studio. They were they were given like, you know, like VIP treatment. And they said they still experienced some of the bugs that were in that demo. That beta, that beta build. And so, and so, I mean, the other thing is, okay, well, they did a demo that was out for how long, right? So you would think that probably stressed some servers at that point. That that, that was like a three week stress test almost, right? And the demo was live up until the game came out, right? At least it was. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't three weeks. Maybe it was like two, but still. But I mean, John was like, oh, I didn't download or play it. Right. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of people that didn't play it or played it the first day and they didn't really come back to it. So how well were those servers tested? Yeah, I played it on PC, downloaded it on PlayStation, but didn't play it there. And then I don't I don't think I played much past like my first night or two after we did the podcast talking about it. So where do you guys, Eric, where are you at on this kind of like is this what we are to expect as consumers from game launches that that are server based and all the cross play and all that stuff? Or do we expect better? Uh, I think I think you expect better. So so I, I work in, you know, cybersecurity. I, I do some of this stuff for a living and all of these problems are avoidable, but they come down to budget and time. And I'm guessing that every project that you're ever going to do in IT, you have to cut corners somewhere and you have to determine which corners you can cut to save money without you know, impacting operations, right? It's just it's the nature of the beast. So they cut the wrong corners, you know, they, they, didn't, they didn't invest the money into the, the servers like they should have. They didn't have the right people, whatever the case is, right? So they, they screwed up somewhere. The other aspect is some of these might not have been necessarily server issues. These could have been, you know, like you were saying, issues with code and bugs, right? And so that comes down to the game was rushed, right? There wasn't enough time to fully flesh anything out. I can tell you if I had the launches that these game companies are having in my work, I would be looking for a new job. But, you know, working in healthcare, there's a lot more on the line than angry gamers. You know, if I if we screw up some of our stuff, we're affecting patient care. So now it's a completely different ball game. So I, I get that, but but yeah, I mean, when you screw some of these things up, like these, 
you this is why I'm not a big fan of pre-ordering in general. You're giving people money for a product they have not delivered. And I think until we stop pre-ordering stuff, this problem's not going to go away, but if if the company knows people aren't going to buy this game if it comes out and it's shit. You know, if it has a bad launch, people aren't going to buy it. So let's take a little bit more time. Let's invest a little more up front. Um, but like they already got, well, this one was on Game Pass, so it's a little bit different. But I think, that, soft- what I think that softens the blow quite a bit. Yeah, but you it get what I'm trying game. to say, right? So that, I mean, I think that that doesn't necessarily make them cut corners. They still want to ultimately everybody involved maybe outside of like the CEO of the company, um, you know, at the very top, maybe they don't care, but all these developers want to release a product that you're happy with and that they can be proud of, right? That's their end goal. They want to build something that they're proud of and, and happy with. And um, I just, I think we have to do better as consumers. We got to, but how is my question? Because even if you don't pre-order it, mm-hmm. You got to wait for somebody else to buy it and then see if it works or, yeah. you know, and then we, you, I mean, a, when a game launches, everybody's, ex, everybody's excited about it. And yeah. we all played the demo for two weeks to a certain extent and everything worked. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. once the game goes live, everything goes, goes yeah. to hell. So, and Joel Meade say, remember it's Square Enix behind the game and Avengers. Now, I don't know who was the dev for Avengers. But the dev for Outriders is People Can Fly. It's about a yeah. two hundred person Where's team. Where's the the publisher? Where's right? the publisher? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's some money. They're they're the ones. They're the ones that may yeah. be back there with the you know with the pitchfork going. Hey, time to time to go. We want we want to <laughs> we want our cash now. You know. Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, still I mean, not a good look for JG them Butler. either. So. Yeah, you know it's. It's this. It, it all comes back to the same thing we've had with the the new Witcher, you know, Cyberpunk that game. Um, all this, all these other games. It's all the crunch, right? It's these impossible deadlines that are placed on on these worker bees by higher ups who don't listen to reason, who don't listen to, hey, we're not going to make this deadline. You know, we're running into issues. We're running into QA issues. They say, I, we, we don't care. Figure it out. We got to we got to hit this launch, right? Or we lose well, money. And QA QA is surpassed a hundredfold the first hour the game is live. Like QA can only do so much. Yeah. And then that many more hands on controllers for the first hour of the game when millions of people are playing it, just blow that out of the water. So you're bound to see stuff that they didn't intend you to see. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, and we don't necessarily play the game the way that you know they yeah, people, thought we were going to play it. And it's like whatever. Warzone. You do this invisibility glitch if you fly the helicopter into the air <laughs> and you have a self res yeah. and you you crash and then you self res <laughs> and then your hands will go in this certain motion and then you know you're invisible. It's like who figures this stuff out? And then who and then who accidentally figures it out and then. And then reverse engineers it to figure out what caused it. That's the question. <laughs> I just and so I don't that know. kind of stuff is fine, right? Like you're you're not gonna that's gonna forever live in every game. There's gonna be glitches, bugs that people find that they just couldn't possibly find. 
Um, but these and, bad and launches, some, games, some games get away with charm like that with the like Bethesda games get away with that. Yeah, a people bit. love it with Bethesda games. It's like they eat it up somehow. That's the goal, right? If you're a developer, you just want to <laughs> you just want to become a parody of yourself that people love it. Right. But, yeah, if you can um, become the meme that's not, you know, like not the butt of the joke, then it's a good thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think the I think we have to be honest as com- consumers and not make excuses for it. Like if if somebody has a bad launch, they need to hear it. Right. And we need to. You know, you you can forgive and forget and I, I'll play Cyberpunk when they fix it, but I'm not going to give them a dollar until it's fixed. I will when it's on Game Pass. <laughs> I, I wouldn't waste your time until they they fix it at the very least, but it won't be on Game Pass for a minute. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, what, that last those patch notes were like three pages long for that game, right? Which is yeah, just a clear. I don't know. But I, don't I mean, know. it's not even on the PS Store. I can't, and, can't and then I want to. and then CD Projekt Red comes out and says they're working on developing for games for the future to have both of their teams developing character models and AI behavior and all that kind of stuff concurrently with future cyberpunk games and future witcher games to have that technology be interchangeable so they're already talking about the the next cyberpunk game and it's Mm. like they're just giving up i mean forget it but like uh, back to outriders a little bit i think some of this like i've seen a disclaimer on it saying problems may exist between console and pc crossplay and that kind of stuff i think we're in the growing pains of this new future that we have where Epic and like rocket league and, and Fortnite and, and call of duty have opened this door. And that's kind of become the norm and almost what we expect now. Like once we are shown the light, you can't close the door again. So we're, we're wanting this cross play between everything now. I don't, I don't want this. You guys may want this, but I have never asked for this once. I would like console cross play, but I want the PC players to remain on their Island by themselves. And Not because that, and that usually needs to be a toggleable thing. Like it yeah. usually is there, but there's some games that that doesn't matter. Like, rocket league most people sure. are playing with a controller anyway yeah. and i mean any shooter though it's a it's not even you're a detriment we don't you're right it just doesn't it it doesn't need to happen right so well, you'll hear mouse and keyboard players complain about aim assist real quick right they're not happy with it either right so yeah. let's just let's just break that that connection we don't we don't need it yeah but i mean i think until there becomes a, a great standard and I don't know if, if it has to be Epic sharing some of their stuff, maybe, which I'm sure they don't want to. Um, Activision has their own thing where you have to log into their ID to do it. I mean, this this doesn't seem to have any. I don't think there's anything special when it comes to this. So it's just it's just working, which when it works great. But if there's no thing to log into to standardize everything, then, yeah, there's probably packet loss and data loss and all sorts of uh, information that's just not quite there and causing issues. So uh, until yeah, but something like that, they could have worked out that in the in the the beta. Or yeah, Uh oh, is he? No, I'm here. I see you crawler. Eric's frozen and I just hear blips. 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm here. I'm good. Are you can't hear me now? Yes, you're still frozen. I can hear you fine. No, okay. no, you're there we go. Right. You, you just you press That's pause weird. for a second. And That's weird. <laughs> um they could have caught some of that in the alpha and the beta because you don't necessarily need tons of players to see the you know the issues between cross platform play. I think the 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 tons of players probably comes down to a resources issue, which they yeah. they didn't realize how many people would be on at once at launch. Which I, I guess I'm kind of naive to this. I'm I'm under the assumption there's like three three big companies that have servers. I'm sure there's some companies that specialize in it, but like when I think servers, I think of Microsoft, Google, and Amazon. Yeah, and am I safe to assume that these companies rent space at one of their server? Like, I think that's how it works, right? They can. I mean, now it's probably cloud hosted. Yes. Most likely. I, I doubt, but I don't know for, well, I, I can almost assure you that Nintendo's not, they probably have like four servers <laughs> in house. Hey, that's no, it. it. It's it. I will say, if if Monster Hunter is the future of Nintendo, I'm I'm not afraid to walk in 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 that that path. Like it's been buttery smooth when it comes to Monster Hunter. That's because no one's playing it. Five million copies sold the first week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just say it's the second best Monster Hunter game of all time, and it's on a single single platform versus uh, World, which had like eleven, I think, and it was on two or three. Was it on PC at lunch? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so actually, I don't know if it was on PC at lunch. I don't don't quote me on that. I I think it wasn't actually. It eventually got there. Yeah, yeah. I I assume that they're using AWS or something for well, for their cloud hosting and. I mean, Outriders is built on the Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. So is it Unreal four or five? I have no idea which one, but I mean it. You know, if the engine has anything to do with crossplay and stuff which i don't know because again i'm just a dude with a microphone that's it unreal, unreal scalable though it, really well yeah and fortnite has crossplay with relatively no issues from mobile to switch to pc to all the consoles so it's uh yeah i don't you know i i don't i don't know how it all works but at, at the the other thing that that i wanted to add to all this is that I do feel for the team that's working on it, right? Like, because nah. you know, not one person at People Can Fly is sitting there going, oh, yeah, we got our money. Let's, you know, maybe the CEO, but I, I, I don't even think that's the case. I think I, they're I a mean, smaller dev, right? They're not 200 they're people. Not the, it's, yeah, two, yeah. it's 200 people. So, but, and the other thing that I think is a, is a part of this whole thing is the gamers mentality towards the companies that build their games. It's, it's like, they're the enemy, right? Like, I feel like a lot of gamers view the, the, the devs and the publishers as like, it's like, these are the people that are providing our entertainment. Why, why are we publishers? Well, they're still providing our entertainment, right? It's the George Lucas effect. Meaning they, they keep they keep ruining our beloved series, you know, like yeah. Kojima, the creator, creator, the creator came and ruined my favorite thing. Yeah. Kojima <laughs> ruined Metal Gear Solid five by hiring stupid Kiefer Sutherland for Solid Snake instead of David Hayter, the rightful owner of the snake voice. Right. Okay. Ruined it. 
So so that's why we hate the the developers because they're ruining everything. I just don't I don't know like I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know. So, so, I got something to add to this which is a different game. But speaking of developers ruining the game, uh I think it's all based on leaks and I don't think it has any validity yet. But the new uh Apex hero I think has been teased and I forget what his name is, but I think he's from one of the campaigns um, in Titanfall, and he's supposed to have possibly an auto Titan as his alt. And the, the article I read was like just all these Twitter. It, it was half and half a little bit because like Josh and I talked about earlier, like having enjoyed Titanfall and wanting more of that. And I'd, I'd yes. actually be, open to like the auto pistol or something like that coming into into titanfall i think that would or into apex i think that would be fun some of the some of the more titanfall-esque things making their way into and especially wall running and grapple i think that would be fun yeah uh but this whole if they add titans to apex i'm done i'm quitting i'm no no more don't don't ruin my game blah 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 blah. it's like this whole <laughs> it's yours but it's not it's it is no, the devs, it's definitely it's not the, it's the devs prerogative to do what they want with their game and I'm I'm kind of saying everything I'm saying tongue in cheek, but yes. At the same time, that I think that's where a lot of it comes from. I mean, if you look at Pokemon, people have played it for 20 years or 30 years or however many 20, years it's been. 25th anniversary this year. Yeah, so they've been playing it a long time, and so they feel a, a stake of ownership in it because of the nostalgia and childhood or whatever. Right? They've been with it for so long. So when they start doing stuff that goes against what they believe is the brand, they get mad. And that's true of, like, if you look at the Call of Duties, right? Like, pe- that was a completely different world a few years back before it turned into this. And by few, I mean many years back before it turned into this, like, let's shove a new crap one out every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a beloved yeah, there, there was the off, There was the off year when Treyarch did it. <laughs> and, then hey, Treyarch, I, and then Treyarch became the gold. Yeah, Treyarch became the gold standard for a little while. And then now they kind of fell off again. But, um, yeah. you know, it's same with like Battlefront or whatever, what have you, right? There's all these 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 series where we see things like, man, we, we really love it. And then like Battlefront, you know, the the original game, the original Battlefront 2 was like, beloved by people yeah. and then now and then, they turned this one into a microtransaction mess EA so ruined people are like EA ruined it that's what i think that's where a lot of this comes from i i, I get it i get it so i'm gonna pivot us speaking yeah. of well things being ruined there was a former sony employee that did a ama on reddit uh, did you guys see any of this stuff i did not mm-hmm. so Apparently, PSP was going to have trophies. And wow. it, once it started getting hacked, that went away. Sony, Sony started making plans to move away from it. The moment the Vita was hacked in 2016 or 2017, the exact words of this guy were they dropped it like a hot potato. Interesting. So basically, because what was a relatively easy passive income stream for sony all of a sudden became a huge nightmare and so Hmm. they were just like we're done we're done and that's that that's kind of like it so it makes me wonder like what you know what what happens with their future 
their future hardware but essentially hackers are to to like to blame for the lack of support from from sony on on those systems and so that could make sense because they were they they did okay for for the handhelds but they weren't able to hang with nintendo like their numbers are nowhere near the 3ds for the the vita was a great console if you ever got your hands on one um but it but never it was, got the but support. it was going up against the ds the 3ds right. yeah, yeah, exactly the, D, the so. ds and then the 3ds yeah yeah but you so, know yeah, could you know where Sony the vita flourished away. japan yeah but not but so not, does the 3ds right but i mean so that tells me that they were probably buying both of them right and so yeah. what if you know what if the vita had a last of us and uh, it had an uncharted a god of war it. Yeah, say it did have an uncharted and it, it, it did have decent. uncharted it was made by bend studio who who did uh days gone days, days gone yeah it was good it was solid um yeah i think the part of the problem the vita kind of fell into the nintendo weirdness where they were only really getting first party games they weren't getting a lot of third party support and because of the back touch gimmick and the the motion yeah. and some of the, I mean some of the touch stuff screen. that they yeah some of the games didn't even use it which was fine like it was still just like that OLED screen on there I had one of the original Vitas that still had an OLED screen hmm. still better than the Switch until I mean, we get that, Super Switch yeah and I'm waiting <laughs> I'm waiting waiting for Although a for I, a Switch or a console you're not gonna play. I well, I mean, I'll play Breath of the Wild too. You play, you play Pac-Man '99. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a dilemma right there. Like, what price point are they going to release Super Switch at? Because if they're looking at four hundred dollars, that's well, so close to the so, new consoles. Well, let's talk about this a little bit. I don't it's think they're going to go four hundred bucks. I mean, it is. It the the console's not going to put out that much more power in handheld. It's a four K dock. It's a 4K dock, which is all that means is it's going to have an output in a in a in a two point uh, HDMI 2.1 or whatever, right? That's four more Ks than this dock has. True, <laughs> but that's, that's not but, true. Don't don't encourage me. But it's <laughs> but it's going to be checkerboarded though, right? Like it's not going to be true 4K. It's going to be checkerboarded, kind of like PlayStation Pro, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be it's not going to be PS5 Xbox Series no. type output, but it's also based on the the HDMI port on it. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be upraised a little bit with that. The OLED screens they're buying it at at uh, at bargain basement, so that that shouldn't cost them that much Dollar more. Dollar store OLEDs. <laughs> they're the I think the the supposed leaked patent has the the joy-con without a it's got a proper d-pad on it so they're going to oh. be changing that up a little bit i think so you can't hopefully. even use it to you can't even switch it but if it's super switch you don't want to switch it anyway so yeah, how many times do you guys find yourself playing with a single joy every day on the roof <laughs> every day, well just like you can go you can go probably have your rooftop party when you have an oled screen but (laughs) i play at night on the roof but let let's look at nintendo's history because haven't they with the the new 
their stupid names. But the, the new 3DS or whatever, when it came out, didn't it launch at the same price that the old system was? Uh, it was either two ninety nine or two forty nine. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't remember. And you might be right though. The other one might have dropped in price. I mean, then. stuff has gotten cheaper. The guts have gotten cheaper. They're getting the screens at a discount with like this overstock of of stuff sitting in a warehouse. Um, hopefully they have been QAing their Joy Cons for the last four years and are working on that, but. Apparently that doesn't even matter because Xbox and PlayStation have class actions against them as well. So we're just buying cheap crap and putting it in controllers. It, speaking so, of, if you guys want some good insight on that, go watch IGN's video on why we have Joy-Con drift. It's a really, really well done video with somebody that's very, very smart and understands. And the, the, the answer is they're just putting in cheaper parts because the controllers are getting more expensive with wireless and haptic and all that stuff. Because I have a 360 controller with no drift. Doesn't even have rubber on the grips because it's my kids have used this thing and it doesn't drift. I have GameCube controllers that don't drift. We have 64 controllers that we went like this multiple well, those, times. Those things kind of <laughs> yeah, those, those kind of lean to one side a little bit. Yeah. They don't they don't stand those, up no more. Those need to take a pill. But they have. Yeah, they got they last. They last in a while. Though. They, they, they got little rubber bands on the inside that wear out. So it's a little different, a <laughs> little different tech than what we're dealing with now. But yeah, but yeah it, it just boils yet. down to the cheapest. They're, they're just going with the cheapest. And they're you know, I saw it, who's Kyle make a TikTok on how to fix this Joy-Con drift. And he used like a like a like a uh, q-tip and rubbing alcohol you know mm. and and that's that's uh that's the eric uh fix the co- the contact uh contact, contact spray will also cleaner. do it too but yep. again yeah. why but, are we doing that as a consumer we shouldn't have to be true but like i'm optimistic that the the super switch is going to be 300 or 350 at most yeah i mean that would be that it would have to be right if it came at four hundred dollar price point that's that's going to be a tough sell you could then get a ps5 digital you could get a series you can get a series s S, yeah for the same price yeah it it just it would that'd be tough i would not put anything past nintendo in the current state of their brand and just saying if you don't want to pay that buy the by the cheaper model right you know yeah and and I could see them doing that, but I man, yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be tough for me to spend four hundred dollars on a switch. I'd, I'd have a hard time. When it launched, they probably could have got away with it. I probably would have done it. But now that we have a new generation of consoles, it's like that, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. The, the generation has surpassed it. But I think what Josh and I is it been like? We're coming up tomorrow. Will be two weeks that Monster Hunter's been out. For the last like two weeks, we've been talking that it's pretty incredible that what Capcom has put out and that more companies need to take notice and build games to the hardware because there's particle effects. There's three or there's three other people in your instance with you playing four people at the same time with minimal hiccups. And there's at least three large monsters on the on the map at the same time, plus all the other smaller monsters and then all the other things happening just on the map. Yeah. Load times are relatively short and it, it's pretty impressive what what can happen if you build the game 
to the hardware. But so if you're I, a developer, how many how many switches are in the wild? Seventy two million, I think. Yeah, almost eighty. Let's say eighty million. It's the highest install base right now of what is but, quote unquote current current gen even though switch is in between stuff it's weird but if but, you're a dev right now you can make a game for a ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series switch pc you can make a game that's on all of those and it should sell more than an exclusive on any console right should should but servers shit the bed and then right. you don't you get bad press and I don't know. I mean, so that that's five, five, five million, five million sold in the first weekend, right? I don't even know what we don't even know what numbers are currently. They're yeah. selling amiibo like, like they're crack out on the street. I mean, it's. It, I think that's just amiibo buyers. Those the the people buying those amiibo aren't even buying the game necessarily. Could they're be. they're a GameStop exclusive, and they're at a premium. They were they were twenty bucks for the regular ones mm-hmm. and twenty five for the big one. They gave me a $5 discount because it was delayed, but still, it's just like, what? I was like, this was a $20 amiibo. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow. But there was somebody else trying to buy a Switch in GameStop today. They were out of stock. And he's like, I yeah. can't even order you one online. Oh, and Josh was telling me that, like, the ga- even here in the US, the physical copy of the game sold is out. sold out. I, yeah. I don't know if that's pandemic issues or or what but i had to spend 40 bucks on the stupid steel book (laughs) you know i wonder that's you i wonder if that because that never used to happen don't judge that that never used to happen to us games were always available on the shelves i wonder if that is well there was a time like with the 64 and stuff that would happen well yeah because carts are slower i i guess playstation and xbox games were never didn't seem like it Right. And I, I wonder if that is just because the publishers are not necessarily pushing you to go digital, but knowing that you can fall back on that. They get if the bigger you want cut. It bad enough and they do get a bigger cut. And that's why I my suspicion is they would prefer you to go digital. But, you the, know, I'm not going to try yeah, to say the publisher I'm wants not, you to. I'm not going to call them greedy and say they're pushing you that direction. But knowing it's there for you, I'm wondering if they're like, OK, 10 years ago, we would have made 600,000 copies for launch, but now we'll do 200,000 copies, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if they're cutting those numbers because Walmart's desperate enough to have you come by physical that almost everything is $10 off. Yeah. Well, and there was 200 copies of cyberpunk for the PS4 behind the counter at my Best Buy. So (laughs) not, I mean, wrapped up, right? Like in the, in the wrapper. So that's going to be a collector's item. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What coasters, like an invisible, a a game that you can't even buy digital or play. (laughs) You can, you can play it. I think you can play on the PS five. I think you can play for an hour before the game crashes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a fun. My, my, I think, I think that update was supposed to make them not T-pose anymore, right? What? <laughs> they just go into like dev, like artist yeah. T-pose. Like <laughs> that it's is bad. ridiculous. It's a mess. Ridiculous. It's a mess. Ah, uh, hey, we're right at an hour. Should we call it, or do we have anything else we want to chat about? I do want to throw out one thing I kind of mentioned to you. I wanted to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, we'll be yeah. brief about it. So um, this last weekend was one of my best friends. He he took his life a year ago this last weekend. And uh, that's what that's what this 
is a, a symbol too. Um, Sean loved this. This uh, it's the uh, the Pegasus from uh, Mobile, and he had it on all of his Porsches, and so we all got tattoos to to honor him. Nice. But so what I want to say to people is, if you're struggling, please go seek help. You know, you're not alone, and right now more than ever, you know, lots of people are feeling very same way. You know, each each person's situation is unique, but you're not alone. So please go go seek help. And and if you are are like me and I'm I hate when people turn shit into like I'm I'm following closely this DMX stuff and you know, I'm trying to find out if he's okay or not. And then like the top article is Demi Lovato has survivor's guilt. And it's like, who gives a shit about Demi Lovato? Like, why are we turning this about someone else? So that's not what this is. What I'm trying to say is if you know that you have friends who are a little bit down or, or whatever the case is, or even if they're not, because you might not know, just reach out. The small gesture that you wish you could have done, um, just do it. You know, say hi, say, hey, is there anything I can do for you? How are you feeling? Like, how are you dealing with the quarantine? What's going on with you? Like, be engaged. Ask questions. You know, that that helps. And if they want to talk, they will. You know, you don't push them. But if they want to talk to you, be a sounding board. So. Well, I think we've all been in that place where we're like, does anybody really care? Like, would anybody really I, care if I, I was gone? You know what I mean? I care. Yeah. And, and that's a normal feeling. and. I can tell you there's there's more people that care than you probably think in that moment. When you're thinking and feeling that way, you think like, yeah, probably not, right? No one cares. But there's so many people that you impact on a daily basis that you just don't, you can't see. Um, so, you know, that, that way of thinking is completely normal and it's natural and it, and it sucks that it exists, you know, and, and getting help is hard. And it's going to take work and it's, it's not going to get better tomorrow. It'll get better over time, but you know, there's no magic, you know, there's no magic for this. It takes work, but I promise you, if you put in the work, things can and will get better if you want it to. Today was a rough day for me. Just was it just, yeah, my, my headspace today was, it was bad. It was a bad day. And I've dealt with this for a very long time. Yeah. Right, very long time, and I think you've been pretty open with with some of that. At put least it a, put it in a book. Yeah, it's in a yeah. it's in a book yeah. for sure. And uh, but for me, from dealing with it for so long, I could pinpoint today where my focus was, and it was on the lack instead of the abundance, right? And it can take yeah. you. It takes me down a path that I just continue looking at lack. And then looking mm-hmm. to justify that thought and then moving on to the next thought and find the reason why, oh, yep, this is this way. And I mean, to the point that like I was even talking to Jen today about like, maybe I need to, maybe I need to see a therapist, you know, and, and uh, just because like it, it affects everything, right? Yeah. Like it affects her mood. It affects my, it, it got to the point. Like, I mean, it was a really rough day. Like it was a rough day. I walked three miles over three miles. I lifted heavy. Like I put, I lifted heavier than normal and 
you know, and those two things started making me feel a little bit better, but I sat yeah. down in my office to start working and, and getting content out and stuff. And I just texted her and I said, you know what? Let's just, I know I, 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 I did all this exercise today, but I just want a burger and a beer and to just hang out. <laughs> and that's what we did. Good. We just went and hung out and you know, because it, and it was, it was so, it was like refreshing for my soul. Right. But if you're, if you're like me and you get into that, those moments where you stop seeing the blessings, you stop seeing the abundance and you start focusing on the lack, try the best you can to take those thoughts captive and, and try to start looking for the, the, the good it's not, there's, there's no perfect solution. There's no, yeah. and, and it is, it's one of those things that like you feel very alone in it because you don't think anybody else will understand. But in the reality, there's so many other people that are going through very similar things and dealing with very similar things. And mm -hmm. it's unique to your situation for sure. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, I saw I saw a TikTok of this guy. He was crying and he was like asking these questions. Would anybody care if I was here? And his grandma like made him cookies and he was so excited over hmm. just these cookies because it was like evidence or proof that, you know, he was cared for. And I think the one the the my my 11 year old, my 13 year old said this to me the other day or a, a few weeks ago because we were we were talking about stuff like this. And she's like, she's like, we don't, we don't, uh, the pain doesn't end. If you, if you take your life, you just shift that pain to somebody else. It's yeah. selfish. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. doesn't end. It just, it just gets shifted. And so, cause you know, as a parent, we have, we have conversations with our kids like this, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you, are you good? Is everything? And then, I mean, do you think about these? And that's when she told me, she's like, ah, it would just shift to you guys. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, how old are you again? Yeah, it's, it definitely, it definitely does. And, and ultimately you have to, you have to find the happiness for yourself, right? You can't, you can't try to fix things just for everyone else. It needs to be for yourself. You have to figure it out for yourself. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he was one of the strongest people I knew and, and, you know, I still, still completely think he is, um, it wasn't, I wouldn't even call it a moment of weakness. It was just a, a moment of anger and bad thought, right? You know, the, the voices finally weighed out the reason Yeah, and, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, it's very unfortunate. Well, and but. we had, this is, I mean, this is, this is heavy stuff, right? And this is, but it's real. It's real. And we had a local a teenage gal. We have a, we have a pretty decent sized river that runs through our, our city. And she drove her car into it, wanting to end it, but wanting to end her life. And then as soon as she hit the water and it was coming into the car, she called 911 in complete regret and yeah. didn't like wanted wanted out and they couldn't get to her in time. Yeah, terrible. And so That's I only terrible. say that 
if anybody is at that point where they're pretty much everybody that has survived always say there was a moment of regret the moment they thought it was it was all over yeah the, the regret think... that they were holding from their past didn't compare to the regret that they yeah. realized it was everything was gone i think it it comes down to you're just in so much pain like if you think of the worst day you've ever had you know now think of that for an extended period of time maybe even worse than the worst day you've ever had for an extended period of time eventually you just want the pain to stop yep and you get desperate right so it's it's all consuming it just makes everything else miserable even anything that like josh was saying like the things that he enjoys doing making content and all that kind of stuff motivation goes away and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah, it it just it's a it's a heavy weight and a suck on your life that Mm-hmm. You just need to reach out to somebody and and let just just talk and and hopefully that can bring you to a better spot. Yeah, and, and and that's it too. I was I I had a family member talk to me. We're talking in in as far as the world goes, successful. You know, yeah, like crosses all the T's, dots all the I's, and it's like I don't know where this comes from, and I'm like just talk to somebody. Right. Like I said, and, you know, made it made it very clear. I'm here when you need you need an ear, you know, whatever the case is. But I can remember the first time I just talked to a doctor about my anxiety. It wasn't even depression. It was just anxiety. And it was just like that felt so much better. Even there was no there was no do this, do that, take this, nothing. It was just. It was like there's just, just an ear, there's just an ear to listen to. Yeah. yeah. And I and I didn't even, you know, I think yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was just stuff I had bottled up. I'm not really sure. I don't but that in that moment just talking things out, it was like helped me realize that things maybe weren't as bad as they had been built in my mind, right? It's always and, worse in your head. And it's that, always worse yeah. in your head. And that helps. And especially if you're you're in some form of isolation if you don't have Mm-hmm. roommates or a family or something like that this can be a horrible time so and mm-hmm. your mind can be the worst spot to be in so it, finding finding people in in discord or or co-workers that you might not get to see but have an, an outlet to talk to just find somebody and and the world is getting a little bit safer if you are vaccinated then maybe you can feel a little more comfortable going out in the world but yeah it just but, depends i mean on you can where you are but you can get on Zoom, you can get on, you know, there's, there's way you can <clears throat> FaceTime somebody, you can, you know, jump in. If you don't want to, you know, sometimes it's easier to talk to strangers, oddly enough, than it is to talk to people, you know, because you think they're going to judge you. I can, I can assure you they will not, but you, you think they're going to. And so, you know, jump in a Discord group, doesn't even have to be ours. Jump in a group and find somebody you can, you know, relate to a little bit and just start chatting with them. Um, but definitely don't keep stuff to yourself. Best in the world in chat says I reached out to a friend today. She was having a bad day. Taking it upon myself just to show her that I care about people more. Then went on to let her beat my ass at Smash. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, you know, that's a great thing. Just just spending that time. You know, it's 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 a small gesture in the grand scheme of things, but that small gesture can mean so much to somebody who needs it at that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Very good. All right. We we're going to end on a heavy note, but that's okay. That's okay. It's, yeah. it's important stuff. So It's life. 
It part is. of life. It is. Part of the journey. Eric, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, you know, whenever we do it. Uh, you'll find me in Discord. If you need someone to talk to, feel free to hit me up. You know, I, I unfortunately do have to work, but I will do my best to talk. Find me on Twitter and uh, DMX, pull through, man. You got this. Crawler, where can we find you? Uh, best spot to find me is hanging out in Discord. Uh, I've been playing lots of Monster Hunter recently, so if you're you're into that and looking for somebody, and I'm I'm around, I'm not playing Tarkov or something like that. <laughs> hit me up and uh, and yeah, um, and six four Josh dot com slash Discord. You can see that invite and uh, yeah, hanging out here sometime. We haven't done a Smash cast in a while, but one day. Uh, I was on I was on the last NPC talking, or I don't know if you know if that was the last NPC, it was. but yep, uh, talking Monster Hunter. So uh, lots of different places to find me. So come hang out or you can follow me like eric on on twitter at nightcrawler724 nightcrawler.be <laughs> guys i'm gonna be a, a co-host on a brand new star wars podcast called the uh let me see the bendu podcast and oh. that's yeah that's a you gotta be a star wars nerd to know what bendu is so so that's the first episode is getting recorded tomorrow night on the Mulehorn gaming youtube channel and that's gonna be nice. at six uh, six PST eight central. I think that's what I think yes. I got this down. Yeah, <laughs> that's how math works. Yeah, yes. okay, good. It's uh, time zones. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, but yeah, that's happening. So, you can check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. It'll also be on their YouTube channel as well. So, um, and I'm N64 Josh everywhere. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now. <laughs>